prove legal as in is it at risk of being challenged in court at any stage? The president's announcement last night certainly flows directly from the High Court judgment uh, on the 14th of December, which gave the president 30 days in which to institute such a commission of inquiry. Uh, all the president has done so far is to announce the judge that will lead that commission, a judge that has been selected by the Chief Justice. Uh, but the commission itself has, has yet to be appointed. Its terms of reference have yet to be uh, uh, announced and so on. So this is part of that process. Now, the president, as you say, had indicated that he had an intention to appeal, and in his statement last night uh, made reference to the fact that he might want to seek, uh, might want leave to, uh, to uh, appeal part of that judgment. Mm. So what does that mean for the fate of this announcement? And uh, as you say, the president's announcement is to institute a commission of inquiry, but that the chief justice, as per uh, the remedial action proposed by the previous um, uh, public uh, or, or public protector did say that this should be done by the chief justice. But the fact that the president is himself involved in announcing these steps, does that mean it would be contrary to the findings of the North Gauteng High Court? Uh, no. All that the High Court said was that the judge that leads the inquiry must be selected by the Chief Justice, and yet the formal appointment will be done by the President, uh, as will be uh, the establishment of the Commission of Inquiry itself, because uh, that, will, that will fall under the authority of the President. Uh, so what we await now are the terms of reference of this inquiry, and, uh, and we know that in her remedial action, Advocate Madame Seller said that the uh, investigation by the Commission should use as its starting point uh, her report on a state of capture, uh, and and the findings and observations that she made in in terms of her her own inquiry. Mm. So, if then there is nothing untoward about this, what then is uh, the president or the presidency seeking legal advice on on the prosecution of the appeal? Well, there are a couple of aspects that the president highlighted in his statement last night. One relates to uh, 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 the president is objecting to the fact that he had to, uh, had to get the name of the judge to lead the inquiry from the chief justice. He felt that this was taking away his powers, and that that's one aspect that he may seek to challenge. The second aspect, which I think is more important, is that uh, the North Carolina High Court uh, issued a personal cost order against the president because the court uh, sharply rebuked the president for an abuse of court process, said that in bringing the application to review the public protector's report, uh, he was acting recklessly. And therefore, that, that's the, the real issue, I think, that it will lie behind an appeal, is to, is to set aside the personal cost order against Jacob Zuma. Mm. Now, the president also accusing not only the courts, but the former public protector of um, overstepping or overreaching in terms of the uh, boundaries or whatever prescripts that they've issued. Could any, should I say, any exercise on his behalf to appeal be successful? Would it make any material changes uh, to what has already happened? The chief Justice appointing the Deputy Chief Justice uh, to lead the Judicial Commission of Inquiry, and should the terms of reference be set as well? Well, in terms of the appointment of the uh, of the Deputy Chief Justice under to 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 head the commission, the Chief Justice made that uh, selection, and the appointment will be made, as I said, by uh, President Zuma. Uh, 
you know, if that part of it is challenged, then the president, uh, you know, could seek to, to change the, the head of the uh, Commission of Inquiry as to someone he himself appoints. Uh, but, you know, it would be hard to, to see that he would want to change uh, someone as esteemed as the Deputy Chief Justice uh, and, and replace him with someone of his own choosing. So, the, uh, so regardless of the appeal, I think that's unlikely to happen. Uh, I think the real issue that we, we still have to grapple with is, uh, is the extent of the terms of reference. And once again, in the statement last night, uh, the statement was rather ambiguous in terms of leaving open how wide uh, this investigation by the Commission could be, because the President talked about all, all corruption needing to be identified and all culprits uh, brought under the, uh, uh, the scope of the Commission inquiry. If that were to happen, it would mean that the Commission is, would not be able to complete its, uh, its, its mandate and its report within a period of six months which both the Public Protectors Report and the High Court Judgment uh, 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 stipulated should be the time frame for the Commission of Inquiry. Thank you so much, uh, Lawson Naidu, Executive Secretary at the Council of Advancement of the South African Constitution. Meanwhile, Corruption Watch has welcomed the announcement. Uh, however, the watchdog urges vigilance to ensure fulfilment of the Commission's mandate. And we're now on the line to Corruption Watch Executive Director David Lewis. Mr. Lewis, uh, a very good afternoon to you. Thank you so much for speaking to us. Now, listening in, I'm sure, a bit on on some of the uh, legalities around this issue, are you yourselves confident that so far the steps that have been taken are not vulnerable to any legal challenge? Well, you know, the steps that have been taken are already subject to legal challenge in the sense that the president, while, you know, as you've pointed out in the interview with Wilson Nigel, the president has both decided to set up a commission as required by the public protector at the same time as legally challenging it, challenging its constitutionality, actually. So, you know, while I think if all that he was appealing was the costs order, that would be affected. But if the if he continued with his appeal, with his appeal and the and the court to which he appealed had decided that the method of appointing the commission and the commissioner was unconstitutional, then I'm not so confident that this wouldn't have impact upon the standing, the legal standing of the commission or its outcomes or its processes. So I think it is a little bit of a gray area, and I say this with deference to Lawson's you know, greater legal knowledge than mine, but I'm not so confident that it's uh, that, it's that clear-cut. Mm. But these are not our major concerns, I have to add. So what are your major concerns at this point? Well, you know, our, our major concerns are that, that, uh, that you know, let me preface that by saying that certainly we're pleased that the a commission has been appointed. This is what the public have demanded. This is what the public protector uh, required. And, uh, you know, properly run as we are confident uh, Justice Zondor will do, it could unearth interesting facts. We are very wary that it will be used to suggest that no other parallel processes can go on. So, for example, there already is in fact, in the public domain, ample evidence to mount criminal prosecutions against a multiplicity of parties, including very possibly um, President Zuma and members of his family, certainly members of the Gupta family, and many of the state-owned enterprises with which the two of them have been, uh, the two families have been involved. So if what is going to be said now is that all of those 
criminal processes will be put on hold because uh, uh, a, a commission of inquiry is investigating it. That would be that would be wrong, but it would be using commissions in the time-honoured way that I'm afraid they are often used, and that is to kick things into touch and to deflect urgency from the situation. So we're very we're very wary of that. In fact, I'm not certain that one of the main sort of drivers of Zuma's appointment of this was not only the court's requirement that he appointed, but that it enables him to say to the ANC, NEC, for example, if they're considering uh, recalling him, that you can't recall me now because if what the basis for you recalling me is the allegations of state capture, well, then there is a commission of inquiry investigating this, and surely you should wait for the commission to report. And then we are concerned about the terms of reference. I mean, there's every intimation in, in, in the president's uh, announcement and I agree with with uh, Lawson that at this stage it is merely the announcement of an intention. But there is every indication in his announcement that he intends to make the terms of reference as broad as possible. And that's a good way of making what is in any event a fairly blunt instrument even blunter and ensuring that it doesn't arrive at sharp, focused decisions by sort of defocusing the, the terms of reference as much as possible. So, right. we're yes, we're 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 pleased the commission has been appointed, but we think that we and CASAC and the public and the media need to re- keep their guard up and remain as vigilant as possible if this is not to be uh, proved to be a step backwards.